The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube. And follow us on Twitter. Excuse me. Follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joe, some fantastic baseball yesterday. Even though it was a shorter card, I would call this uh, one of the more fascinating days in baseball over the last few days. And to me, it all starts with the Reds and the Brewers. And it's not just because Ellie De La Cruz had that 113.7 exit velo home run that traveled 456 feet, clearing the SUV and the stands and all that good stuff. But also the Brewers have a young standout as well that perhaps we need to be talking about more. And that is Sal Freelich. He got his first career home run. The Brewers wound up winning the contest. And as Milwaukee tries to build upon that lead in the NL Central, both ball clubs have young stars who could be forces for a long time to come. Yeah, we were talking about a lot of the games on yesterday's card where the, the, the money line was really close. And it played out that way with all these one-run finishes. A lot of walk-off wins last night. I don't know if it was me just jumping back into the swing of things or it was just one of those great nights. It just seemed like a great night of baseball around. And if you have not noticed, uh, I believe it's everywhere. MLB Extra Innings is free. I discovered that one last night. I don't know if it's all of this week and it just started on Monday night. But, uh, yeah, I was bouncing around from game to game. Uh, there were even games that were had terrific finishes that we didn't even hear the highlights from. You referenced Cincinnati-Milwaukee. I was locked in on Baltimore-Philadelphia because I've got that O's ticket. That was a great game with a dramatic finish. The Twins had another walk-off win. While I was frustrated because I backed Texas in one of my four plays yesterday, we had like a four-run lead pretty late in the game. Astros come back. They have a walk-off win. I mean, just across the board, it was an awesome night. And uh, you started with the Milwaukee game. Yeah, yeah, the second time around, 
Ellie De La Cruz was not going to get a home run stolen off him when it goes 456 <laughs> feet. Oh, my God. That was a, a phenomenal shot by him. And, you know, it's just a reminder of what we talked about a lot uh, with the Corbin Carroll uh, for, for the NL Rookie of the Year. This dude's just different. He just is. And nobody's talking about what Carroll is doing on a night-to-night basis. They go out of ways. They lead Sports Center with the Reds because of Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, if you're picking it straight up, aren't, aren't you picking at this point? You have to push the numbers to the side a little bit and say that Ellie De La Cruz is going to be your National League Rookie of the Year? I still wouldn't. No. Because no, you wouldn't. Corbin Carroll just no. Yo, what Corbin planet are you on? I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm. I know what the numbers say. I know what the war is, and I know this and that. <laughs> All I know is that every day you turn people turn on Reds baseball. Why? Because of the Ellie De La Cruz. All I know is that they are talking about him day after day after day, and I know the number has dropped a little bit. I'm just saying what the perception is. Are, are we positive that the voters are going to? Sh- going to follow the war numbers are we sure of that how yes many, yes how many we are times? because they're going to be it's a massive gap there first of all and and okay. second of all and you guys can back me up on this how many times have the voters say gone against this idea of public perception if you're dealing with like hot sports opinion and media and what the national punditry saying etc cetera, etc cetera, those who really don't follow baseball on a day-to-day basis I mean, these are the same people who think Shohei Otani is going to be traded tomorrow. So if you are listening to uh, them no, and no, no, else, no, that's not true. The voter, you think so? You think it's the same people? Yes. These the are voters the exact are the same, same people. Not, not necessarily. No. The, yeah, the, that's I, I kind of disagree with that part. But, like, the thing is, Stephen with, like, the, doesn't have a vote. The no. public perception thing happened last year with Strider and Harris. Like, if we were going off public perception, and I know it's different pitcher versus hitter. It's not but even that, close. You don't it's think Strider was close. everywhere last year. So not I'll say this as, a casual, as a casual fan, which, again, doesn't necessarily t- tie into the writers, I can't yeah. tell you a Corbin Carroll play I've seen this season. Thank you. I have That's seen 75 Ellie De La Cruz highlights bombs, no. missiles thrown across the, the I agree infield. with that. Like, but, like, I don't know if that's going to matter, right. but I at least see the... If people on the street were voting, or to Joe's point, if Stephen A. Smith was voting, Ellie De La Cruz would win. But oh we have God. the historical yeah. presidents every single year, the leader in war wins the award. They just win. Like, no matter what, they just it, win. And the thing is, Carroll's going to be like a six-win player. Ellie might be like half that at best. And this is what I'm getting at here, and and this is what I was trying to say earlier, is that if you are listening to the same crowd who believes Ellie De La Cruz should be Rookie of the Year, this is the same crowd who is pumping up these random baseball storylines that have nothing to do with anything. That's all I'm getting at. In terms of actual voters, actual smart baseball fans, no, this, this is a Corbin Carroll award and to me this race is over it's been over for a while because he's had such a massive lead coming into it and he's still playing really good baseball it's not like he's tapered off or anything like he's still at playing at a really good level so you know Ellie de la cruz is really exciting it's cool and make him an mvp candidate next year i think that'd be that would be super exciting in fact i you know going after him for 2024 futures that's probably a smart thing to do as soon as those numbers come out. 
But as far as rookie of the year this go round, no, he's just too far behind. I just just because yeah. it's we saw it happen within the last month. If Corbin Carroll pops his shoulder tomorrow, or like, what does that drop that date? August first, August fifteenth. If that September first, like it's probably over by September first. If it doesn't happen till then, if he gets injured, like when is Ellie still alive? It's got to be like within the next week. Okay, so August it's got to be. It's got to be yeah. soon. I, got, I would. Yeah. Say, I would say you got a month. So you're saying September first? Uh, if he misses a month of baseball, give them a reason to give it to De La Cruz. That's all I'm saying, and and they'll take it. A you're also assuming that De La Cruz will, you know, maintain this Tory Pace season. Sure, sure. That's the other sure. assumption in all of this. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, do the Reds? I, I know we're not supposed to take it into account, but team success. I mean, you removed De La Cruz from the team, and where are they? How has their path changed or their, their expected path over the next number of years? That's, that's all I'm getting at. And I don't know that there's a comp on De La Cruz. Is there one? Like Jake pointed to Atlanta, and I don't think that's a fair one. When's the last time we talked about a rookie on a daily basis and they didn't come close to winning the, the Rookie of the Year award? I'd like to look oh, back on it because I, I, I don't know – I don't remember it happening in recent history. Do you guys? On on a much, much smaller scale, and this might have been just this show because we were invested, Adley yeah. a little bit last year. <laughs> like a yeah. little, like, and I, I fully admit, yeah. like a much bit. smaller scale, and we were invested, but like, I feel like it did happen a little bit. Like, not for as long as it has this season, but still, like, that's what pops to mind. Is De La Cruz not a top three story? on a daily basis. I'm not saying he's the best. I'm just saying. No, for sure. Like highlight reel. People go out of their way. I mean, this is what major league baseball wants. People going out of their way. We we always criticize baseball for not marketing their stars. Well, they don't really have to do anything. He does it himself. Social media takes care of marketing the Reds and De La Cruz. Well, if you go by uh, trending players in the old baseball savant right now, uh, Shoei Otani's number one. That, makes sense. that should be safe, right? Like, let's not get crazy <laughs> thinking be like, Cruz is higher than that. Uh, number two is Cody Bellinger. And he's especially intriguing because, to me, I think his future, as far as uh, what ball club he'll be playing for in a couple of weeks, I think that's a greater unknown than Shoei Otani's because the Cubs are yeah. in this really weird spot, in large part because of the Reds where you're not sure if Bellinger really is a tradable asset. And at the same time, and we will be getting into this uh, later in the program, this is very much a seller's market. And you are going to get a haul if you are the Cubs and you trade away Bellinger. But that also means that, you know, and you know this better than I do, Joe, how long has it been since the Cubs had a reliable center fielder? How long has it been since they've had that kind of a veteran presence in the, in the clubhouse? It's been a while. And is that something that you want to just get rid of, even though you're going to get a haul for it? That, that is a tough question to answer. And so, yeah, De La Cruz certainly is trending, uh, you know, among the biggest names in baseball. But at the same time, once we get to this trade deadline in a couple of days, I think that excitement will taper off just a little bit because we're going to start to look at these pennant chases. And look, something else we'll talk about mm-hmm. later in the program. 
Young. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Program. To make the playoffs, yes or no? Right now, the Reds, no is minus 125. So even though there's all this excitement and all this buzz right now, I still feel like that the sharp bettors still can see through that and say, you know what? The Reds really aren't in the wild card hunt per se. They have to win the division, and the Brewers are playing some good ball. And as I talked about earlier, they've got, a, they've got some good young talent as well. Yeah, when we got I'm looking forward to uh, talking about this in a number of ways. Uh, the odds for which players are going to be traded, where they're going to be traded, make and miss the playoffs. There's, there's all sorts of, no, of ways to attack this. And you bring up the Cubs. I don't know. The, the the expectation in town is that they're going to make moves. And I'm not sure that that is the right thing for them to do, that they're going to move Stroman. They're going to move Bellinger, uh, anybody else that they can what, other South side of town. And they just happen to be playing each other over the next couple of days. Yes. I'm 100% on board, but, but the Cubs have been very unlucky and they have a plus 41 run differential and they're five games back. I, I guess I, I, we'll see where they stand in a week because that could change things. Because if that five becomes seven, okay, I'm 100% on board. But if it's down to a few games, it's interesting. I, I've been thinking about this a lot uh, over the last week or so when I see certain headlines in ma- major market teams about selling off, selling off. The coverage has changed a lot to where much of the mainstream media is behind trading when years ago, if we're talking about a three-game gap for making and missing the playoffs, and we're coming off a year when a wildcard team just made the World Series, that never would have happened. It was only about adding, but now it seems much of the media is, is more into the idea of building up the farm system. Is it really worth it if you're in a wild card situation, even though we've seen some teams make some very deep runs? And I wonder how much of that as well is because of the excitement of an Ali De La Cruz or a Corbin Carroll mm. or someone like that, where you, where you go, okay, if you've got a superstar rookie then that can all of a sudden change the fortunes of your ball club. And I think some folks are more willing to embrace that narrative 
now than ever before. Whereas I think, you know, veteran leadership and being out there for years, things like that. I think that was something that was prized a good bit more. Whereas no one's really poo-pooing uh, De La Cruz's contributions or Carroll's contributions to their ball clubs. And the fact that you have actual team results you can point to to say, hey, these ball clubs are in contention. I think that also has a lot to do with it as well. Let's move on now to the uh, football real fast because we got to get to uh, this latest bit for me and Rappaport. The Giants and running back Saquon Barkley have agreed to terms on a one-year deal worth up to $11 million. Barkley gives himself a chance to beat the franchise tag, gets a $2 million signing bonus. He will be at training camp and his prop for total yards this season is available it's at 1,050 and a half yards at last check, uh, even money both sides, or minus 110 both sides. Anything stand out to you as far as what to do about this, Joe? Mm, no, nothing, actually, because I always felt that Saquon Barkley was going to be playing for the Giants at, at the start of the season. It was never even a question uh, to me. I just think it's interesting how running backs have been in the news a lot over the last couple of couple of weeks including Saquon Barkley and uh oh it was big news at the time it broke when we were on the air and people were pounding their fists on the table which team does Dalvin Cook play for now Ed which team <laughs> I you know, uh, it would it, be the, the yeah, <laughs> yeah be the, uh, you know yeah that one yeah whatever that one is uh also uh update on uh Kadarius Tony wide receiver for the Chiefs I've got some intel on that that we will get to later in the show Meantime, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, there are a number of MLB trade deadline markets available. We'll look at some of our favorites right here on the BetQL Network.